still don't have an intro. We're back. <laughs> it's been 0.5 seconds. <laughs> just kidding. Um, it's been like 20 minutes. Yeah, but we decided we were on a roll from our first we ever got, episode. We got organized. We thought about it. We came up with some topics. Did a nice brainstorm session. Plants. Because <laughs> plants will be an episode. Stay tuned. And Katie um, is still here. Hello. Still in her bedroom while she packs. It is now later. <laughs> She's still obsessed with what time it is. <laughs> um, I can't look at it because my phone needs me to type in my password because it just came back on. It died. And Katie is trying to make a lot of noise. She's trying to ruin the podcast. I, I just don't what. want you guys to succeed. I don't want you guys to get too big. Hit Ellen. That is one way to get into the topic that we want to talk about. Support a friend so, over here. Tonight's episode is about... Well, it doesn't have to be tonight because somebody could be listening to this in the morning. <laughs> Ashley's face is just so... God damn it, Claire. I'm just saying is all... In in today's episode, segment, All sequence, right. All right. podcast. Maybe it's not today. Some people could be listening to it on another day. So it for this tomorrow. So for this podcast, <laughs> I feel like I want to call you Marilyn. But That's I also, fine. Yeah, are we doing? Are we doing that? Okay, I don't care. All right. Well, Marilyn came up with the idea of. Well, we were trying to figure out a podcast to do with Katie as super guest star, not just in the background while she's packing. But, like, actually a guest. And I looked at her, and I was like, why are we friends? And not in, like, an offensive way, even though I think she got kind of offended. Well, I was a little offended, and it wasn't even directed towards me. But I was just like, but no, like, what do we have in common? What is the glue that keeps us together? Can I start this off by being really spiritual? Yeah, I guess. Okay, so I've had this theory for a very long time because I guess I'm context girl. I like context. Okay, yeah. So, for context, we've known each other all now. There, there's a group of four. And you haven't met the fourth yet. She's, like, not here. She's not, she's not here, but it's fine because she wanted to visit her family with her boyfriend. But the four of us have known each other since freshman year of college and have been friends ever since. Classic. Classic, classic. But it actually, freshman year, kind of started off with like a group of ten of us. And then all the... Dwindled. And then the MVP stayed together until there was four. And I have always had this theory. Let me have like a few minutes here. Because Katie never, ever believes me when I say all this. I value how you feel. Shut up. We don't need to be PC here. That's not what Esther and Marilyn's all about. You can believe whatever you want. This is how Katie always talks, too. She's not doing this for the podcast. She just talks very diplomatic all the time. That's very true. So, to get to where I'm going, I tell this to Katie all the time, where we're kind of having one of those, like, oh, I'm so grateful to have you in my life moments, is I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And I also believe that... This is getting spiritual, but I'm into it. That you come into this life with a purpose, and that you're meant to meet people along your way to learn that purpose and to fulfill it. And so anytime that we're like, wow, I can't believe like the four of us ended up being friends, and for so long, I think it was meant to be. 
in on freshman and the fact that we met each other in college in the sense of like we entered fr- don't laugh at me katie's like shaking her head and that is why i was laughing i don't give a shit this this is important to me so on freshman like first day of freshman year when there's literally how many people were in our 2000 yeah like it was so- like the same as my high school i think jesus anyway like my whole high school not my high school like Oh, okay, that makes a difference. But either way, we start freshman year off with 2,000 people, and yet I meet, I mean, we'll we'll start with the 10, but, like, for sure I meet the three of you, and it, like, changes my life forever, and I can't imagine my life without the three of you. And the three of you separately... Where would you live? (laughs) There's that. But the three of you have each individually taught me things that were very, like, critical and crucial in my life, and I can't imagine, like... When I think about it, the most obvious way is, like, you, because you got me my current job. And it's, like... welcome. So, it's, like, because of you, like, I am able to have a really, like, good job that I'm very happy with, and I was able to meet people through that. Like, I just... I believe it's almost, like, life is a domino effect. Oh, it totally is, and all of that is totally valid, except that it was predetermined and fate and that we were meant to meet... But, like, everything else, like, we all have learned those things from the path we went down. Butterfly effect Mm -hmm. without the spirituality. I am going to hold the spirituality, I can't pronounce things, but I'm going to hold the spiritual card in my deck because I truly believe. She believes. Hell yeah. yeah. We can. I am so running that. I enjoy listening to it. She believes in this so much. We're just talking over each other. That's cool. And we're not going to edit it. Side note, we didn't edit the first one either. I meant to start with that. But anyway. <laughs> you were forgot. Saying, you guys were like, how are we starting this one? We shouldn't have remembered. Anyway. We were saying. Ago. But anyway, she believes in this so much that she has like a DVD. For, what would you call her? Like a Okay. Spiritual. So this is totally off topic from what we were going with, but I'm kind of, if this turns into a spiritual, we can do the other topic another time. It all kind of relates because. It does. That's not wrong. Way you're talking and we're trying to fill an hour. The spirituality are we? Did of, we decide that? Well, we are now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what Ashley Marilyn is trying to get at. Ashley, Ashley Marilyn. <laughs> Is trying to get at right now is there is I'm very into astrological like I guess you could call them like lessons like beliefs like like think horoscopes no it's not <laughs> it's but like per- similar personal. no like I'm saying like either way basically that vibe so this thing it's something that my mother introduced me to. And my mom is very straight-laced conservative. It's not like my mom is some, like, hippie, but, like... My mom is the hippie. Yeah. But what it is, is a reading that is based off of the date and time that you were born, the location, so the longitude and latitude of where you were born, and it takes all these different factors into effect, including, like, your gender and such, and there's, like, a mathematical formula behind it. Because there's a specific... Don't air quote me. I'm sorry. It's fine. I take it back. But it's basically like there's this woman who does... You call them readings. And she has this astrological math. And based off of all the information that you provide her, she does math to place where planets are at a certain time and in a specific sphere. Like, I'm not doing it justice. But 
the whole point of the readings is it helps you understand like your purpose in life, like lessons that you're meant to learn, why you're meant to learn them, how you're going to learn them, things that, okay, like I truly believe that you come into each life with a set of skills that you've learned and that you have conquered already. And so now you have to come into your next life needing to learn another set of skills because the whole point of, I guess if you want to get really existential is everybody here has to go through different stages like to finally hit like nirvana like that is my it's very kind of like set in buddhist belief that reincarnation and that you have multiple lives over your entire life and it's kind of very all soul based and how i mean if we really want to get deep like i i believe that everybody has a soul you travel in pods and that between the pods okay so the pods that i believe are because those are, like, specific. Yeah. So, for me, you have your soul. Every life you have a different body that encases your soul. But I believe that once you finish a life, your soul then kind of goes back to, like, whatever that higher entity, like, is. And you're grouped with different soul pods throughout your entire life. And the like soul pods... dolphins. Yes. <laughs> sure. I hadn't spoken in a while. <laughs> So I just wanted to add something, and I don't know how I feel about it, so we went with dolphins. All right. But either way, so your pods, it's like, honestly, the only way that I can give, like, an example for it, and I'm not necessarily saying I'm, like, describing this correctly, is, like, my nuclear family. I truly believe that every soul within my nuclear family, so my mom, my dad, and my brother, have been traveling with me for a very long time. And it doesn't mean that they have been my mom and my dad and my brother in every life. They could hold different capacities and different roles. Your brother was your aunt. Or a dog. That's rude. Or a neighbor. Or... A neighbor. Someone who was, but they were in my previous life. Like, I have met them before. And especially, like, with my mom. Like, I know for sure. Like, we, the mere fact that we came into this life and we were so immediately close I think means something and I feel that way about the three of you and I feel that way about like honestly you can get to that point with like a dog like it's just crazy like people that come into your life and make this huge impact like I think about people I've met at work I studied something completely different at school and I thought that that was what I was going to get into but that did not pan out and so I ended up in a different field field sector that I did not think of, but I am so happy there. And the people that I've met there have made such an important impact in my life. And it's one that I know will last a lifetime and was one that I was meant to. Or also too, you know what I think is absolutely crazy? And then I'll let you guys talk because I realize I'm like hogging. But one last food for thought is, I mean, we've kind of touched on this, but now I'm going to equate it to like work. It's like I started off at work and our team is like a group of 20, 25 And what blows my mind is, like, I was immediately, not, like, physically attracted, but I was, like, attracted to specific people in the sense of, like, I had a connection. Not necessarily romantic, but it's, like, there's something about you. So I feel like to understand this, you kind of have to understand a little bit of our work dynamic. There's, like, a group of people that we get work from, and then there's, like, myself and Esther over here and one other person that like shares that work and we sort of used to be able to pick up 
whoever's requests came in at any time. And so, like, we kind of ended up picking up the same people's work over and over. Yeah. Does that explain it? A little bit. Like, it's just that idea of whether it's professionally or personally or whatever, I just think that there is something unique and special behind being attracted to specific people and not necessarily in, like, a sexual, physical sense. Like, it really is the same with, like, music. There are so many different genres out there, and yet you can be interested in... Or drawn to. Drawn drawn to. to That's a a great phrase for it. Like, you're drawn to a specific genre because that's, like, what you connect with. It's what you're meant to listen to because it's going to provide you a message and a feeling that you need in that moment. And I think that speaks volumes. Or, like, how you could be interested in one genre and that leads you to an artist. And you learn that artist's story. And that artist's story is something that you can, like, feel connected with and is something that you can relate to and you learn something from it and there's a lesson there. Like, everything has a purpose and a lesson behind it. And that is my soapbox. And I'm getting off now and you guys can finally talk. The way that I, whenever Claire and I talk about it, Esther, whenever we talk <laughs> about this kind of thing, it's always, um, the, the part I would disagree with or, like, divert is, like, I agree that, yes, there, you can always develop a message and a purpose out of it. Yeah. But it wasn't like it was meant to be. It's that you, like, are able to get something out of it in the end and you do learn that lesson or it does provide you joy or yeah. like something. It provides you something good or bad but that's just the result it had. It wasn't yeah. Like I mean I don't think, uh, well I guess there's some people out there that could argue but it's sort of like a fact of life that everything has a consequence mm-hmm. and so the whole domino effect thing you can read like really deep into that And it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And there's just, like, an extra layer on top of that that, like, brings you to what Claire was just talking about. It's, It's, like, you just add that little extra sprinkle of spirituality and destiny or whatever you want to call it. And that becomes, like, a whole school of thought, which mm-hmm. I find really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, I, like, I will say something that, based off of just, like, recent events that I've been going through, I never truly understood religion for a very long time. Like, I went, I was raised Roman Catholic, like, I went to church every Sunday, and I didn't get it. I didn't understand the point, it felt like a chore, granted I was a child, but it was just that idea of, like what are people getting out of this and then due to like recent events that I've been going through it's like I've found myself just subconsciously like striving towards like thinking about like God or a higher power and like a belief system and to me it's like what I believe to is not necessarily like a straight-up religion like it's not Catholic it's not Christian it's not Jewish it's not Buddhist it's like it's one of those things, but to me, it grounds me, and it helps it's your me. personal religion. Yes, and it makes me feel like I have purpose, and in, bless you. Bless you. And in this crazy, <coughs> bless you. There it is. I like it. I sneeze really high pitch sometimes. But. Multiple renditions. Yes. Yeah, that was completely. only two. That I feel fair. like there might be a third. Normally, it's like. 
three plus really fast. Like, that was a big pause in between. It yeah. Was. But, just to finish my thought, though, before the third sneeze comes, unless it comes. No, I think we're good. Okay. We're all good. But, I'm, like, losing my train of thought now because of the sneeze. <laughs> my bad. It was meant to happen. The <laughs> Your conversation you never know. had ended. You never know. But, here's the thing, then I'll wrap it up quickly. Maybe that was God trying to tell me to, like, shut the fuck up. But... One last thought, though. Like, I'm really starting to now learn and understand why people had religion for so long is because the life that we have is so crazy. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to think that in this huge universe or whatever that we are here on this planet together living this thing that we don't even know why. And it, like, helps you, like, your ment... Mm -hmm. It helps your mental... It helps your brain kind of rationalize and wrap your head around what the hell we're doing. And I feel like for me, every day, like when I have a bad day, when something wrong goes down, I'm able to think to myself, this was meant to happen for a purpose. Like, that was meant to happen. What was the lesson to learn? What's something positive that can come out of it? And it literally helps me not go crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm done. Yeah, and I think, I, I don't know. I think I just, I don't think I have fully developed my belief system yet and I think that's okay yeah um but I do think that that is one of the benefits of religion and organized religion and I don't necessarily prescribe to organized religion but I haven't fully like decided you know what I believe in but I do think that there's something to be learned from every situation Um, which is a great thing to take away from any sort of religious beliefs, but you don't necessarily have to relate them back. Everyone can benefit from just kind of like reflecting on things that happened to them or things that they have done and learning from them and moving forward. And that's kind of why I'm a big advocate of just taking ownership of your mistakes Mm -hmm. and in turn of your accomplishments and just sort of rolling with that because that's the best way to get past a bad situation is just to take ownership of it learn from it and move on and I think that helps you in so many aspects of your life just like yeah and I feel like we got real deep real fast with this podcast and I promise it it will be like lighter sometimes but you need sometimes the life is a mixture of serious but life is a mixture of heavy and light and you can't have one without the other. But the cream rises to the top. No, no high five. That's fine. <laughs> I do think you made an interesting point there, though, where you said, like, you haven't found, like, your faith yet or, like, that idea, like, you haven't found that thought process yet. And I think that is so incredibly fascinating to think about. Well, I think it has a lot to do with how I was raised and how, like, I hope to raise children one day if I decide to have kids like sometimes I feel like belief systems are just kind of pushed on people yeah and then nobody and then it can cause like issues later on in life when you're have a midlife crisis and you don't know what you believe anymore because you've Mm. just been like taught and indoctrinated into something Mm. because I was raised in sort of a let's try this out sort of household um on my mom's side my parents are divorced and my dad kind of like stuck with 
his thing and his church and that was all well and good and I think that has a place and it was fine that I went to that when I was with him but with my mom she was trying to figure out what she believed and so we kind of she was testing out which religions that she thought she might like and kind of went in we went to like a Mormon church and she studied some Buddhism and went to that type of thing and she kind of went all over the place looking for what she believed in and she personally ended up I think I haven't like checked in with her about it in a long time but I think she ended up with kind of like a mesh of a lot of different religions as like Mm -hmm. what she believed and what made sense to her like cherry picking yeah kind of um I feel like that has like a negative connotation like I just don't want the no pork thing so I'm not gonna believe in that which I makes sense in that particular instance for cool, some though. people. But, no, she kind of, like, she went around and she questioned things. She had hard conversations with people in, like, leadership roles in different organizations and religions. And just asked questions and figured out why certain things were the way they were in those religions and mm-hmm. belief systems. So she could figure out what she wanted And that was when I was pretty young, so I kind of went through that with her a little bit, and then she never pushed anything on me because she went, she was trying to do that for herself, Mm. and so she kind of had a mentality of, like, you should do this for yourself, and I think that really helped me to not have any sort of, like, distance from a religion, because I think some of my other siblings who, like, only had one option and had to go to church or... Like, we had this system, which is, this is a tangent, but we used to have to go to church, and then we kind of grew up a little bit, and you can't really force people that don't want to go to church to go to church. So we had this system where if you didn't wake up for church, you didn't get to go to post-church lunch, and we took turns picking where we'd go, and sort of like as a punishment for not waking up with everybody else and like suffering through an early morning um, routine on the weekend, we'd go to, like, the person who didn't come with us favorite restaurant. (laughs) So, like, my sister, and this is, like, really cheesy, but she really loves the Olive Garden, and so, like, every time she didn't wake up, we'd go to Olive Garden. Um, just kind of, like, (laughs) as a bitter, like, get back at her, which is totally against the Christianity (laughs) that (laughs) we were striving for at the time but one could argue though that that brought family together which is based in christian belief or separated them because we were it was like a giant fuck you to the person who didn't come with us instead of like inviting them but that's a parenting choice we're not gonna force you to go but fuck you (laughs) yeah (laughs) but don't you wish you had these breadsticks (laughs) okay but like do you think there's a difference between religion and faith because I feel like they're different. Well, it depends on how each individual person defines it. Like, how do you define religion? I don't know. I guess faith? the way that I see, like, the different... Like, I don't believe that I'm religious, but I believe that I have faith. And that's I think, fine. I think faith as a word doesn't have to be about religion. It's just, like, believing in something wholeheartedly. Or is it, like... Okay, but, like, is the three categories then religion, belief, and faith? I don't I know. I don't think categorizing 
really helps. I think there's a lot of overlap. I, I feel like it's like the food pyramid. No, not like the food pyramid. That was a strange I feel like it's thought. a Venn diagram. Yeah, or it's like it has different layers. Like, I feel like <gasps> spirituality is like the outer circle, and then you go one onion. ring in. It's an... It's like an onion. It has layers. What about cake? Everybody loves cake. Is that Shrek? Cake? Yeah, that's Shrek. I'm so disappointed that you had to ask. That is a religion. But I just feel like... <laughs> Shrek is a religion. I love you so much. Shrek is love. I will say, though, Shrek I just life. feel like religion, though, is more, like, based in, like, tradition and kind of, like, what's the other word that I'm thinking of? Like, what's the thing that, like... Ritual? Thank you. Like, I mean, I think that's, like, organized religion. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that's why I think there's, religion like... religion and organized religion. Because, like, what is Scientology considered? It's a religion. Scientology is a religion. Interesting. It's just a weird religion, in my humble opinion. But no offense to anybody who practices free country for yeah, now. Maybe offense. Anyway, this um, whole podcast was not supposed to be about religion today. Well, oh, you didn't religion. have to say that. They didn't know. They didn't know this was a tangent. I'd rather just them know our true colors. But Can anyway. Uh, I do not want my singing on tape. Too late. Anyway, like I was saying, what there's rings. Okay, that's fine. Just talk over me. No, it's just my podcast. This is just your we, podcast. This today. is what we do. Hey, podcast was originally my idea, so I have admitted that. I want and that. You okay. invited me mm-hmm. willingly. I don't know if willingly was the right word. Then why am I here? Anyway, rings, be. onions, layers. It's like spirituality. And then, like, religion, and then organized religion. And, like, there are lots of other, like, steps. Yeah, and all of it is faith. The ground that the onion grows in is faith. It's rooted Mm -hmm. in faith. That was a very great plant analogy. Love it. Thank you. So, back to the original question. Why are we friends? Not our... Religious beliefs. Yeah, yeah. religious beliefs. Obviously not. I mean, I think, I mean, I have always said this, and would be helpful if Annie was here, but I've always subscribed to the fact that the three of you each provide me something different. Oh, well, yeah. But that makes me, like, whole? I just think we all have, like, a very compatible, maybe not the same, but, like, compatible sense of humor. So we're able to, like... (laughs) So poop. (laughs) We talk about poop. (laughs) We talk about poop a lot. No words have ever been true. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're dating here. Some people don't like talking about poop. Yeah, just so you guys know, what I said was, we like to talk about poop a lot as a friend group. I feel like that got lost in laughter, and that really needed to be defined and, like, said... I do wish Annie was here if we're going to talk about poop. No, that's a different podcast. Okay, yeah, we are definitely having a podcast all about poop. You don't have to listen. Different types of poop. We'll label it poop. (laughs) So, if you're not into talking about poop, you don't have to listen to that podcast. It will be clear. It will be about poop. That might have to be tomorrow. That would be a great way to introduce Annie. I think, yes. I agree wholeheartedly. Anyway. Poop talk tomorrow. Anyway, but that could be what it's called. Poop talk tomorrow. Love it. So you think we all bond over our sense of humor? For sure. I think yeah. I think that's what brought us together. I think, I think, that's think what we tends kind of to bring friends together. We're able to like goof a... around at like a stressful time. 
Yeah. I would say, too, I think it's, like, the things that we've all experienced together now. Like, you guys have seen me in some of my worst times, and I think that's what's bonded me with you. But, like, would you have let me see your worst time if I wasn't your friend? Well, I guess, like... It's a chicken and egg. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's stages, though. Oh, for sure. Like, I don't know if I considered you guys best friends, like, after freshman year. (laughs) No. No. I I... It wasn't until after sophomore year. And I didn't consider myself best friends with Annie until after junior year. I think that's fair. I think all of our friendships developed at different rates. Like, even though we're, like, a nice little group right now... I feel like our friendships definitely developed at different rates because of, like, our living situation. Yes, because when I asked you and you if you wanted to, like, live with me and Caitlin at the time, I, like, really didn't know you at all. I I know, yeah. And I knew you more than... No, my and Katie's relationship developed much later in the group because we started living together sophomore year Mm -hmm. in, like, a little suite. Mm -hmm. No, that's why we became really close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And why I became closer with you. Yeah. Um, Because freshman year for me in that group of ten, as we talked about this episode, last episode, I don't remember. Yeah. We're in the same room at the same time, so whatever. But, um... That group, I never felt, like, close, close with everyone. Like Mm-mm. I felt like you were definitely adjacent, and it was, was funny because adjacent. you were on the floor below us. Like, we had a core group all, all living on the same floor freshman year, and Katie and her roommate, who we don't talk to anymore and is afraid of me, lived below us. <laughs> like, literally right below us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so think you lived like on a different adjacent. floor. Adjacent. Yeah. Annie lived on the same floor. Annie lived on the same floor, but like down the other hallway. Yeah. Because the buildings were connected. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's for another time and it gets deep, but like how also the four of us chose to like stay together and that kind of. And I hate to use the term, but like process of elimination of just like I, us realizing like. We should probably hate each other. Like, there was some there was some stuff that went down that I feel like we should probably hate each other, and the fact that we don't Speaks says volumes. a lot. Yeah. But I also think, too, like, sometimes, though, you can't let every little thing get to you. Like, you know, like, I think that, like, redemption and forgiveness is a huge part, and I think that's what makes a friendship, actually. Like, you all are, like... That, and we cut out the cancers. Wow. To be blunt. There were some real negative people. And they are gone now. So Ashley's the blunt one. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's just like that idea of... Where is it going? I, I, I just think that even through the hard times, like that's what actually bonded us closer. Whether if it was a time when we were mad at each other, if something... If like somebody did something to another person, in actuality it was actually like, yeah, sense of humor is a good part, but like that actually did bring us closer together. Is, like, being, like, you know what, even through the shitty time, and even though you did something shitty, I was able to see where you were coming from, understand it, sympathize with it, and grow from it. And I still want you a part of my life. Like, I think that's kind of what makes friends best friends. Interesting. I feel like that's just, like... I wanted to be a... a damper on life. I wanted like, to be a therapist at one point. We're friends because... Of everything that sucked. 
like no I don't think it's that like I think like I think all three of us can individually point to a time where like one of us did a shitty thing to another to like another person like to I don't think yes but I don't know if that's why we're friends developed because shitty things happened and I just we worked it out like Mm. I think that is I think I worked all friendships and I'm not saying it's the end all be all. I think it says a lot that we have stayed together through the bad times and worked things out. Yeah. But I don't think I was like, I want to keep being with this person because we did a bad thing and then we got over it. Like, yeah, I feel like I got over it because of the good things. Like, because I enjoyed joking around with you, I was able to let go. And I like your personality. I see more good than bad. You know? Oh, yeah. That's why I choose to be with people. I see more good than bad. So, um, fun fact. Claire and I just had a conversation where we joked about the fact that we are either complete opposites or exactly the same on different topics and there's no in-between. And obviously this is a time where we are complete opposites. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it happens, but I, I don't know. I also think that what I really like about the four of us is the dynamic between the four of us. I think the fact that the four of us are completely different individuals, I think is really cool. Like I don't, you you can have friends where it's kind of like carbon copies of each other, but what I think is really awesome and what I love about our group and dynamic is that we all look completely different for the most part. I mean, we're all white, though, but that's another story. Um, but it's like, we all look different. We all have different interests. We all have different goals in life that we want to achieve, but it's yet our dynamic. It's like all those differences come together, though, and kind of, like, make, like, a whole person. I feel like that's all of humanity. We're all different, and we all yeah. are different snowflakes. And But we're on a morning. <laughs> I don't think that makes our group. But it could, we could be a subsect of the bigger snowflake. There, like we are a set of individuals that have our own interests. I think what she's saying, I th- I don't know that we're all like as different as maybe you'd like to think. But I think what she's saying is like there are friends who I like. I have friends who I like only have one thing in common with, and that's all we talk about. And, like, we don't ever get into any other conversations because, like, that is what we have in common. Like, I I don't know why this is popping into my head because I don't have a friend that I just talk about, like, matcha with. But that is, like, my first thought. Like, you get this one friend and you, like, really like green tea. You meet them in a green tea shop. You're like, oh, my God, green tea. Yeah. And then, like, you see them every day at that green tea shop. You kind of become friends. But, like, green tea is all you have. And that's just not the friendship that we four have. But I think that's what makes deeper friendships deeper than just, like, green tea. I agree. And, like, this is going to secure my role here on this podcast as the basic white bitch of the group. And I totally understand. But for those of you that have seen Sex in the City, and I have have a point here. It's like, the fifth character is New York. Okay, but that's true. I've never watched Sex in the City, it's so... It's so good. I don't know how. But any girl who is listening... Or man, I don't... I'm not discriminating. Who is who is listening to this right now will understand. Like, there's Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, and Charlotte. And New York. Okay. But for the <laughs> actual humans, 
they all have such different personalities. They all have different interests. They all have different goals and things to achieve in their lives. And yet, so brilliantly put, at the end of the first first movie, because the second movie does not exist, and anybody who has seen it and is a true fan will completely understand that they're soulmates for each other. Men are just kind of like fun little things on the side, but like we're soulmates together. And it's because like there's something that is connecting us deeper. And even though we all have different interests and we're different like people at the end of the day, we're all meant to be friends because we complement each other so well. Maybe that's what I'm trying to get at. We complement each other well. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I just don't know what else to say. It's like, yeah, that's why we're friends. Maybe that's how we end it. Is that it? Do we have anything else to say? No, it's over. Goodbye. No, wait. I don't know if I'm ready. I ended it. Well, we have to turn it off then. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that was a weird way to go out. Am I making well, it? It's, it's over now. I'm making it awkward. See you Goodbye. next. See you next time. Bye.